I'd like us now to introduce and welcome our guest, Tommy Moyan, who's the CEO of Compatriot Magazine and creator of the African Boardroom. Tommy, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Patricia, for having me. Now, we are talking about International Women's Day, which is uh, celebrated on the 8th of March. And it, it, it's one of those days that, you know, causes us to reflect on uh, the plight of the women. And I know that you at the African Boardroom are also having um, a, a conference that is looking at highlighting how far the world is in dealing with issues affecting women. Could you tell us about uh, this um, conference that you'll be hosting? Yeah, thank you, Patricia, for this opportunity to talk about the webinar. It, uh, it's going to be a webinar that is going to be taking place on the 8th of March in celebration of the International Women's Day. And, uh, you know, International Women's Day is a, is a global day uh, celebration. It's an annual event that celebrates social, economic, cultural, and political achievements of women, and also where we de- discuss topical issues. So that's and our and the theme for this year's International uh, Women's Day 2021 is choose to challenge where women around the world will be challenging the status quo and 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 pushing an agenda for gender equality or parity. So we've carved out a topic that we'll be discussing on the 8th of March, saying African women creating inclusivity. That's what we'll be discussing on the on the eighth of March in celebration of, of of the International Women's Day. You know, when when I think of African women and uh, women who have uh, done great things in, in in history of Africa in terms of leadership, I think of um, uh, Yaa Shantua, who's from Ghana, Queen Nefertiti, yeah. who's from Egypt. Uh, in Angola, we've got Nzinga Mbandi, and in South Africa, Queen Nandi, Ethiopia, Empress Taitu Betul. There are so many; the list is endless. But what has happened to to the, the the power of women and inclusivity of women in in modern day? Because it seems we have not reached the levels that we need to reach, especially in Africa, to emancipate the woman. That that's very true, uh, Patricia. We still in the modern day Africa. We need to. Uh, I think there are women out there that are doing great things, uh, whether in corporate, whether in politics, whether in uh, business, name it. They are, I, I, I think they are just subdued by we not celebrating them enough. They are subdued by other achievements that uh, maybe the other gender, which is the, which is the masculine gender. Your gender. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my gender uh, 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 portray out there, you know, but I mean, look at even in our modern day, look at what happened with Ngozi Nwela now that has just been named the director general of the WTO, you know, and many, many other women, even within the business landscape. There are a lot of women doing great things. But I feel other women, like one of the topics we'll be dealing with or one of the discussion points is, is it an ideology that women don't celebrate themselves as well? You know, because we see a lot of women doing great things, but we need to start talking about these achievements, these successes, and celebrate it. And how do we now put action behind these achievements and successes, which brings about inspiration for other women 
uh, young women and other women doing big, that wants to do big things out there. And then let's not forget another point I want to raise is that even within our society, uh, uh, we need to consciously challenge that biased environment that women find themselves in. You know, statistics shows that 73% of women experience bias at work and maybe more in the society. So we need to start challenging this and 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 do away with that uh, negativity that we we'll find us that our women find us themselves in in our society a-teamers, please do call in and, and weigh in on the discussion that we are having with uh, Tommy Moyan around uh, International Women's Day. Do you feel that uh, the African woman has uh, been given enough platform to be I- included in uh, the, the, the greater scheme of things? The number to dial is 011-714-2006 or WhatsApp 0614-104-107. Now, you know... <laughs> Tommy, we we talk about, and you say this, there's a lot of women who have achieved great things they need to be celebrated. But when looking at statistics and numbers and figures, the UN Secretary General's recent report um, concluded that women are, are... are not part of head of states in the manner that they should be. In about 22 countries, it showed that only 24.9% of women in, in, in those countries were either heads of states or heads of government and or participating in national parliamentarian um, work. This is a statistic that shows that there is no uh, equality currently for women. How can this be changed? Yeah, like, like, like I said, uh, Patricia, uh, it, it needs to be a conscious uh, approach, you know, and Every sphere of society, every every part of society must be involved for us to start seeing this change. And uh, that is when we can have uh, an, a gender-equal world that we all uh, look forward to. And, you know, we need to start putting the, uh, uh, active transformation initiatives in place as well. How do how do I mean? You know, within a political party or within an organization, when you sit in the boardroom, they, they need to start taking decisions to take to say, you know, what within this party we need to have equal stake within the genders. So if you're going, if you are electing uh, 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 a nom- or you are nominating. Uh, leaders in your political party, you need to say it has to be five against five, or even three men against five women. You know, you have to consciously put those kind of initiatives. If you're going to have presidential nominees within a party, you need to say, you know what, this time or this in, in this period, we want a woman to take the nomination. So until we get to that point where we make conscious decisions. I think we have not made enough conscious decisions. And men must also start coming to the party because we've seen women-led organizations that have been run very, very well and excellently well. And they've, they've even grown better than what it, when a man was running it. Or even countries like Liberia. Like, uh, like uh, you see what is happening now in Ethiopia. There are women that have the capacity and the ability and the mind set as well to to run countries or run organizations so we 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 need to consciously 
it, it needs to be a conscious decision. It needs to be an ongoing decision, uh, ongoing conversation, not just when we have International Women's Day or Women's Month like we do in South Africa in August. But it needs to be an ongoing decision. And then leaders must come to the table and say, you know what, consciously we want to elect women this time. So it, it requires uh, political will, conscious decision-making uh, from uh, the current uh, power, so power can be shared between men and female. We are talking to Tommy Moyan, who's the CEO of Compatriot Magazine and a creator of uh, the African Boardroom, who are going to be hosting a webinar on the 8th of March, which is in celebration of International Women's Day. And uh, they have tagged it, tagged it or the, the main topic would be around African women creating inclusivity. Call in on 011. 011- Seven one four two zero zero six to 11 on 104-107 Nationwide, SFM leading the conversation. My name is Patricia Anduli, standing in for Kathy. We are talking about the International Women's Day with Tommy uh, Moyan. And on the line, I've got Romeo, who's in KZN. Romeo, good morning. Good morning, Romeo. Okay. to say good evening <laughs> and midnight. <laughs> Actually, I've been tempted to say good evening so many times. I don't, I, I don't know what are you doing now during the morning. Well, I'm sure you can tell what I'm doing, yeah. Yeah, I can tell. But man, we used to talk many things in our own time at night when children are just going to sleep. Well, Rome, you get uh, your mind out of the gutter. Let's talk about woman emancipation. Yes. I wanted to say, of late we saw women are coming up to leadership role, highest level, which I believe that if the mentality of, you know, of long time ago, women were hesitating to take high position due to the fact of, if you look at marriage was part of the thing that contributed the factor of not taking high position in which way a woman can be at a level of maybe at the headquarters of AU, at the headquarters of United Nations. You know, I think by now, if we have to give them an opportunity, I always have got a feeling that the world will be a better place to live and there will be a place where everybody wants to be considering how the sympathetic women, how they feel, when they see horrible things are happening, all what they need is for them to stand up and then us as men to support them where there are opportunities and let's give them to move um, up to those uh, positions which we see that they are capable to run. We are very proud to have... um, uh, by United Nations, also Ngozi from Nigeria. At one time, Umama Ngozazana was a chairperson of AU. They are still far less. I think even those who are at uh, academic level, they need to challenge all this to see high professors on top positions as far as to the world board. I think or be having a better place. That's how I feel about women. I think there are far, far, far few of them who are in the leadership role. We rather encourage them, encourage them uh, to go up there and challenge all those positions that used to be occupied by the counterpart men.
Thank you very much, Romeo. A point well noted. And and, and on that point, I mean, it, it's all good and well that we are advocating, uh, Tommy, for women to, to be emancipated, to be in positions of power for, for um, industries and uh, politics and everywhere else to open up for women. Um, but we, we still grappled with inequality. So even if the women find themselves in those positions, the question that we should be asking is, will they get paid equally as their male counterparts? Because from what we're seeing now is that um, across the globe, 11% less is what women are getting um, in the same industries, doing the same jobs from their male counterparts. And this is not fair. Yeah, um, um, you're, you're spot on, Patricia. And this is why we're calling on women and men inclusive to begin to challenge a system that is not transforming because it's all about the the will like you said political will uh the the will for the good and for the better of our of the world we live in today where we begin to challenge the system and really make sure that this system begin to transform and what are some of these lobbying approach that we need to start putting in place to make sure that this initiative that is going to bring about uh, equality, gender equality, is achieved. And the earlier, the better we, we start doing that. And, you know, I will, I will beg to say in some spheres, we also need to change the narrative that some sectors or industry or positions are for men and not for women. That is a, that is a lie. You know, uh, we used to say something growing up that uh, what a man can do, a woman can do better. So let, let's, let's begin to give women the chance to really create the kind of world we want to see, a, an equal society, and begin to engage them with the power that the women carry that comes from within. Tell me, with uh, regards to the webinar, will you be discussing anything around the Africa Continental Free Trade Agreement um, and how it can emancipate African businesswomen? I mean, uh, we're going to touch on a whole lot of things. Uh, that, uh, I believe, it will be touched on. You know, for example, let me just throw this in, Patricia, before we continue our discussion. Uh, yes, I'm the convener of the African boardroom, but I'm not even going to be moderating, or I will just take the back seat. That is practically saying women should drive the conversation. You know, I've already given, uh, I've already given my own support in my own little way, but I'm saying drive the conversation. And yes, we, we, we're going to be discussing the importance of grassroots education, instilling values of entrepreneurship, among the girl child in Africa. We're going to discuss how uh, African-owned uh, businesses, women-owned businesses can participate actively in things like the uh, African continental free trade uh, area, uh, intra-Africa trade, and all of that. We're going to have a very robust discussion. And you know what? The African boardroom is designed to not just have a dialogue about the challenges, but the kind of minds that we're bringing into the boardroom are thought leadership minds that are going to discuss possible solutions for some of these challenges. So it would be nice for our listeners and whoever wants to participate to go register and hear more. And we'll be also discussing different platforms where they can begin to engage, whether as entrepreneurs, business leaders, with materials that will help them to 
uh, achieve whatever they want to achieve as a woman and be successful in their endeavors. Tommy, please give us the, the, the site where people can register. Uh, we'll, 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 if they go to uh, com, they will find a link there where they can click on and it takes them to where they can register. They, uh, it's going to be a Zoom webinar. So it gives them the Zoom link where they can register. They can also register with our partner, Anand Capital Partners. It's www.anandcapitalpartners.com. And uh, on those two platforms and all of our social media handles as well, they can find the link there to register for the webinar. And uh, I've got a message here from Matwa in Kokstad who says, Patricia, Africa needs women to take charge and everything will be all right. So as a man, Tome, um, uh, tell me, you know, why you are so passionate in emancipating women. You know, I've, 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 I've worked with women. I've partnered uh, business and otherwise with women and I've seen that Women just have a way about how they do things. They just, I mean, for many years, men have been in the hem of affairs as well, hem of leadership and all that, whereas it brought us to. Maybe it's time for us to change. And they, uh, one, one person said, insanity is you doing things over and over again and expecting a different result. Well, men have been in helms of affairs. We have not seen the result that we desire. Maybe it's time we need to change the strategy and begin to believe in our women to take a leadership position and begin to run uh, uh, the, the affairs of things. And maybe then we will see the result. I'm certain that we will definitely see a result. And that is why their mindset is also different from how we think. We, are, we as men, we allow a whole lot of things to cloud our, our decision-making and all that. It's not as if women don't have their own weakness, just like men do. But I believe women have the power that they have been gifted with by, with, by God to, to make things happen. And let's begin to enjoy that. Let's give them the opportunity to have that expression. And if you also look at where women have been in position of leadership, the kind of women that have done a whole lot of remarkable things, you will see mm. definitely that women are fit and it's now time for them to emancipate and begin to lead. Thank you so very much, Tommy. And I'm looking forward to joining that webinar on Monday. Thank you so much, Patricia. We're, we're waiting to host you. Let's go to the news headline now with uh, Utsile Sako.